Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Gather Moms Podcast, episode 116. I know y'all missed us. I am so, it makes me feel so loved. The messages I get, the people that stop me, they're like, when is the podcast coming back? And then it makes me laugh at these people that were like, finally I can catch up. And they're listening to like an episode from like six months ago and like saying something to me. I'm like, wait a second, let me remember. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. So shout out to all of you that caught up on all your podcasts. Yes. And now you're just ready. We have missed y'all so much. But like we always do before we, you know, when we've taken a little break before we sit down, it's like, can we still do this? Do we do we just press record? Okay. So just because we want y'all to know what's happening, we did literally just, I came over to Kate's house. We sat down. We pressed record. Yeah. Can we still do this? Let's yes. try. Yes. Um, we have a cool some some cool seasons coming up for you uh, this fall that we can't wait to tell you about. But we thought the best way to kind of get back with you guys would just be to shoot the breeze. Why are we shooting a breeze? I don't get it. So we we talked about that, you know, it would be funny to just get back on here and shoot the breeze. But then that made me question like, why do you, what does shoot the breeze mean? I think, listen, I haven't Googled nothing. This is just straight out of the back of Rebecca's brain. I think it goes back to the pioneer days when they were bored because they didn't have TV or the internet and they would go out on their porch with their gun because everybody had a gun. Uh-huh. They would like, let's just shoot the breeze for fun. They would just shoot into the wind. Shoot a gun into the wind. Into the wind. This is your, this is what you're thinking is how I it's think gonna... that's the originator of okay. shoot the breeze. Well, the Googler says, dictionary.com says, also shoot or throw the bull, which that's another phrase. I never say throw the bull. No, shoot the bull though. I never say shoot the bull. <laughs> Why are we shooting a bull? I mean, shoot the breeze sounds a lot more nice than shooting a bull. Well, I know, but shoot the bull is much more accurate for your pioneer thing. They didn't have bulls back then. Are you sure? They had elk. <laughs> bison. Maybe maybe the bulls are bison too. I don't know. Well, and you don't want to kill the bull because doesn't he impregnate all the ladies? <laughs> you had to go there. I mean, we're not even two seconds in and you had to go there. Yes, I'm sure that was important. Okay, here's what the internet says. Talk idly, chat, as in, they've been sitting on the porch for hours just shooting the breeze. Or the guys sit around the locker room throwing the bull. That does not feel right to me. The first of these slangy terms alluding to talking into the wind was first recorded in 1919. And the variant first recorded in 1908, bull is a shortening of bull shishki and means empty talk or lies i did not read ahead before <laughs> that is so funny because that's so, what i thought when you said shoot the bull oh really i like my mind went there and i was like i'm not doing that <laughs> well kind of actually no, no i'm kidding but shoot the breeze is like like just talking into the wind i don't think it anybody would have ever thought to take a gun and try and 
shoot the wind. Yes, but they I, did. They had nothing else to do but shoot their gun. Oh, well, then take the me. The women were making butter or something, and the men had to figure out something to do. Take me back to that time. Can we live in that time? No. And be a man and have nothing to do? Because that sounds really great. I mean, honestly, you're right. Making butter does sound kind of fun. If I just, that was my goal for the day, make butter. Yeah, Jeremy and I, so Caleb has started cross country. So last weekend he had to be at the school at 5 a.m. And so then Jeremy came home, fell back to sleep for about an hour. Then we got up to leave to go at 6.45 to go. Um, watch him run. Watch him run. Run for us. You drive an hour to watch him run for 20 minutes. And then you get back in the car and you drive an hour. Okay. But we're driving and he was this, he was running out in the middle of nowhere in Texas and we're driving past this through this country town with like these country homes with fields and stuff. And I was like, are you going out to love joy? No, this was Waxahachie, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, um, but I just was, I told him, I was like, I have this really strong desire right now to like sell everything, quit everything and just move into one of these country homes where town is like, 15 miles away, 20 miles away, and all we have is our simple little life, and we just figure it out. And you, like, eat off the land? I don't know, man. But there was, like, a sweet simplicity about it that felt really good. And maybe I could get so bored that I would take out a gun and shoot. The breeze. The breeze. Yes. I think we've (laughs) nailed it. I think we have solved the world's problems. We should all move to the country, make our own butter, and shoot the breeze. Okay, but so in our shooting the breeze, we wanted to catch up with all of you, but also catch up with each other because, like, there are things that have happened this summer, and we just, I mean, we have just hardly even gotten to see each other very much. It's because we have children that are busy. It really is, and it is just hard. It's just hard. Yeah. And work and everything. It was so much easier when they were little. You could just, like, have a play date. I just show up and play. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because I don't think I, I think if there's a mom listening that has like a three-year-old and a four-year-old, she's giving you major side eye right now. Like, excuse me. I don't want to have just a play date. What? (laughs) I want to go and like see people and talk and sit and not have to clean up their messes and change their diaper. And yeah, I want to change a diaper again. Oh no, I don't want to change the diaper, but I sure would love to hold a sweet baby. Okay. So catch me up on your summer. Did you guys traveled? Tell me about things. So we actually started the summer with a trip to Israel. I know. Kind of before summer even began. It felt like felt like we hadn't even started summer when we went to Israel. But we had the most amazing opportunity to go to Israel with a group of people from our church. And I was the most excited I've ever been about a trip because I just could not wait to stand where Jesus did. Yeah. And I was telling someone the other day, when you get over there, you're kind of like, but did he stand here? <laughs> you know, because sometimes they try to make you think that, like, this was the place. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure it was close. Uh-huh. But I don't know. But how do you really know? We had this same conversation when you went to Greece. Yes. Because everything is like, you know, the Apostle Paul touched this the stone. stone and, and yes. now, the, you know, they've got it in glass. And you're like, oh. And I just wonder if they're in heaven laughing. Yeah. Going, yeah, it was 10 feet to the left. <laughs> I don't know, but it was amazing. We had the best time, and I had a couple. I have a couple stories to share. Cannot wait. One of these, some of my listeners know because they were on the trip with me, and I hope oh. they're listening. Okay. And then others don't know this story, but 
I feel like the Lord likes to make things exciting in my life. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize he would do that in Israel. I thought maybe it would be a calm trip, but it wasn't. Okay. One day we were out on our bus traveling and I needed to use the restroom. Okay. And our bus did not have a restroom. But they had been so good to us. I mean, they would just, everywhere we went, they were like, did you use the restroom? It was uh-huh. so nice. But our bus broke down. What? And I was ready to walk, you know, to the nearest town. But Greg was like, that's not really a good idea, you know, because we're in Israel. We don't know where things are. So my bus driver was like, don't worry. We're going to make this work. We got the bus to drive eight miles an hour. That was as fast as it would go. And he was like, there's a town up here. Guess what the town was? Cana. (laughs) Y'all know what's so exciting about Cana? The wedding. The wedding! Yeah. And we weren't going to stop in Cana, but because I had to use the restroom, we stopped in Cana. And so our bus driver, our tour guide said, I have a friend that lives in Cana. He has a shop. He's going to come open the shop for us so that you can use the restroom. What a sugar. I mean, so nice. Yeah. So we get there, we stop, we get off the bus, we start walking to the shop, and the urge got stronger. No. And the man was not there yet. So you know how when you have to go to the bathroom real bad, you have some options. Uh One, you just walk. Uh You just quickly pace back Uh and forth. You try to think about other things. I did that for several minutes. What's the next thing you do? Cross your legs. You cross your legs Uh really tight. Uh You pray to the Lord in heaven that he does not let you pee on yourself in Israel. Yeah. It started to come. Shut up. And all of my tour people... They're all there. We're all standing together in a group except for Greg. Because I think Greg gets embarrassed by me. (laughs) So he was not next to me. I would have been like, "Can okay, tell me, is this a city situation? Like, can you find a bush? Can you pee in a cup? Okay, so we're in some alleys. It's like an alleyway. That feels perfect. A lot of people pee in alleys. Just And my first thought was I only brought one pair of tennis shoes and I'm wearing them. And I'm so afraid I'm going to pee in my tennis shoes. Don't pee in your tennis shoes. Just... So Put your booty back. there's no bushes. Okay, there's no. These are just buildings, just rock buildings. Okay. But a friend knows my need is great and impending and finds a um, metal wall. It says, Rebecca, come here. So I run to the metal wall. I don't look. I don't know if anybody's watching. I just pull my pants down. Of course you. I, I pee in the streets <laughs> of Cana. Okay, now listen. Wait, did it turn to wine? Okay. I just had a spark. Spark <laughs> looks like wine. <laughs> but spark makes you, I don't know, I, I think it increases how much liquid is in your body to come out. So when I peed behind this wall, it was not like a trickle. It was like a river. Torrential downpour. It was so much that it came out from underneath the wall and started to run down the street. Where, pe- where your people were? My people were standing at the end of that street. <laughs> and here comes this stream of urine towards them. At that moment, Kate, at that moment, the man <laughs> arrives to open his store. Do you know where his store was? Right next to where I peed. <laughs> so as my team is coming to the store, because they have to use the restroom too, they were just able to hold it. They walk across the urine. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bond with people, just go to the bathroom in front of them. You will be best friends for life. We are best friends for life. 
It was my most embarrassing moment <laughs> of all time. Was someone the lookout? Yeah, my friend that put me behind the wall was the lookout. But she could probably hear all of this just massive. Oh, she like commented. She was like, how much do you have to pee? It's rolling down the street. <laughs> and at that point, you can't stop. Women, when we start going, you no. can't stop. We've uh. had babies. When the muscle relaxes, it's just time to go. <laughs> so listen, my team was amazing. They were so funny. Were you laughing or were you petrified or? No, you know me. I'm on a roll with it. Yeah. We got in this cute little shop. It, he actually had wine in the shop. We got to drink wine in Cana. Awesome. Sorry, Judy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was like, this is a moment we can never get back because I peed in the street, y'all. We are drinking wine in Cana. I feel like that is a holy moment. Holy. Okay, so my team was so sweet. One of the girls on the team who did not know me very well at that point, but now we are good friends, she created a meme. Okay. To honor this moment in Cana. Okay. It's called Crossing the Yellow Sea. <laughs> I am memorialized forever with my own meme. Oh it's this gosh. little girl bending down to use the bathroom. It's so cute. Maybe we'll put it in the show notes so you guys can see how cute it is. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that this is my life. These are the things that happened to me. That is too good. I peed in Cana. That is too good. It did not turn to wine, but I got to drink some. The kicker is, like, it's one thing to have to pee in a random city, in an alley next to a metal wall, but then for it to be so much... That it would run down the road yes, to where people are standing. That's yes. next level. Next level. They had to step over it. You know, <laughs> step over. So then when did Greg reappear? After this. So I'm telling you, Greg, love him. He cannot handle these kind of moments. <laughs> I honestly, looking back, don't know if he talked to me in that shop. <laughs> because he was so embarrassed that his wife... With people we don't know. <laughs> in a holy city where God did a miracle 2,000 years ago, peed in the street. He just, he can't handle it. I mean, we talked later, but yeah, it's all right. Love him. So did you have on black leggings? Like you said you had a little leakage. Like what? So I, praise the Lord, had on some athletic shorts that had the underwear in them. Okay. So I was double layered. Praise, praise be. And we were almost done with the day. I did not have much longer to go, so I just had to endure, you yeah. know, that yeah. little wet feeling for yeah. another couple hours. <laughs> but hey, my shoes stayed clean. Oh, praise. Praise. Yes. I mean, it was great. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. And this was literally the second day of the trip. This is a 10-day <laughs> trip. But I feel like it broke the ice. I feel like everybody was like, okay, we're in to be friends forever. Were the men around or was it mostly the women? Okay, this is what's so funny. The men were so nice. <laughs> I mean, they were so kind to me. They just made me feel like it was no big deal. Except it happens Greg. to everyone except Greg. <laughs> he just can't do it. He can't. And I love him for it, and it's okay. It's okay. Oh, man, I needed that. Tears are rolling down my face. Thank you. You're welcome. That's incredible. I hope that makes everyone feel better about their summer. Did you <laughs> pee in Cana? No? Okay. I would count that a win, guys. Yep. Sure is. 
Okay, but listen, the rest of the trip, I told this girl, I was like, listen, if you're going to make me a meme, you got to make everybody a meme. Everybody got a meme for the rest of the trip. Wow, how cute is that? I started a trend. Uh, of course. Everybody you're a trend gets starter. A meme. Go Love to it. Israel, you get a meme. <laughs> yeah, y'all are bonded for life over that, for Wouldn't sure. Wouldn't it be funny if Jesus came back at that moment? <laughs> And not only did he have to, like, go into the temple, but he had to cross the Yellow Sea to get there. It'd be funny. I think he would appreciate that. Y'all, you know that Jesus had to use the bathroom when he was walking around Israel. Maybe Jesus peed in the same spot. He could have. 2,000 years ago. Because there wasn't probably a street or a shop there. It was probably a field. Yeah. I mean, I may have peed in the same place that Jesus and the disciples did. Next time you go back, there's going to be a glass covering and it's gonna be like this is the spot where jesus peed and you're like i knew it i knew it i called it i win <laughs> it dried up before we left the shop because it was hot that day okay so we well, didn't that's a we didn't have to cross it on the way back to the bus that feels like miracle adjacent yes yeah yes love it yeah so wow there we go thank you so much i mean y'all more things happen in israel that were even more amazing than that but <laughs> just <laughs> just to start us off for our summer adventures. I think that that's a pretty good one. What did you think about the food there? Um, I ate very little of it. Really? Yeah. Was it the spices? Was it question no, mark we meat? had we had pretty much rice at every meal, rice uh-huh. and chicken. But we ate at nice places. We ate in our hotel and we ate, you know, so it wasn't like we were having to necessarily eat off the street. It was all really good food. Uh-huh. Um, and at breakfast. Breakfast was where they had all these interesting additions. Okay. Fish. Um, sardines, yeah, salmon, olives, yeah, salad. We had salad for breakfast. Hummus. There was hummus everywhere, and it was delicious. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't bad. I could do it again. Do you feel like the food was similar to Greece? Yes. Yeah, I do. Whatever spice they use in Greece, like I got tired of smelling it. You mean tzatziki? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Dill and yes. Greek yogurt. Yes. And yeah, yes. I love tzatziki. Yes, but like after a while, and maybe it's that dill, but it's something that I was like, okay, we got to, we can't, do we have to put this in everything? Listen, we landed in Texas and went straight to Chewy's. Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I needed a taco. Listen, girl, so that's our family tradition too. We When we got back from Pennsylvania, we went straight to Chewy's, Chewy's. on the way home. I wonder yeah. how many people do that. How many people. Go to Chewy's when they return to the holy land of Texas. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm happy to report that this was our first trip back and forth to Pennsylvania without some catastrophic airplane story. That kind of makes me sad. I feel like that was, you know. Well, you're. Oh, the Lord said, Kate, I'm going to give you the summer off and I'm going to hand it to Rebecca. (laughs) That's what he did. I'm so glad you got to enjoy it. Oh my gosh, because we always have some craziness. Regular, just a regular plane trip. Yeah. Thankfully, it was just. You had delay. Didn't you have a delay? No. Oh no. Easy breezy. Okay. Yeah. And you had the nice view and weather and sunsets and all the things. Yeah. And like the, all our seats were together. Uh, you know, it was a one stop, like there were no, we didn't have any layovers. Like, yeah, I haven't had a trip that easy in a long time. And now Jeremy and I both have TSA pre-check. So we just fly through. the winter. Yeah. Did you have to go to the airport to get it? Don't you have to go? So do you know that some staples have, um, TSA pre-check things in their staples? The Rockwell staples has a pre-check thing? No, Greenville. So for those that don't live in the Uh, area. uh, 
Greenville? Yes, ma'am. Greenville, Texas. Yes, ma'am. Has TSA pre-check in their staples. So if you get online and you like look up the staples that have, you know, TSA pre-check thing or whatever, and you just make an appointment and you go and it's the easiest thing. Listen, everybody listening needs to do this. Y'all all need TSA pre-check. It is a game changer. And you're looking at all those suckers in the regular security line, and you're like, ah. <laughs> I don't have to take my shoes off. <laughs> Not taking the shoes off. Oh, my gosh. And the line is like one one hundredth, you know, yes. of the other line. Yes. When Jeremy and I went to L.A. in the spring, we were walking up to security, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is forever. But we kept walking, and then it was like, you saw the TSA pre-check, and there were like ten people. You know, and there were hundreds of people in the regular security line. That's right. So Special. It, it feels good. You get that check on your little, in your Apple wallet and your boarding pass, and you're like, I made it. This is the good life. I'll take that check over the verified check on Instagram any day. I don't need the blue check on Instagram. Give me Do the Do you TSA have a blue check, check on Instagram? No. Now Who you gets to, that? I don't know, but I think now you have to pay for them. Like if you're like the real Taylor Swift. You got a verified blue check? I guess. They used to give them out at like, I don't know if it was 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers or something is when you got them. I don't know the rules on that anymore. But now they offer it to everybody, but you have to pay for it. That just seems fake to me. I know, because I got like a notification one day where it was like, do you want a verified account? And so I clicked on it and it was like, I don't know. What was it? $100? $200? I, if Ten I were bucks. just going to make a guess, I would say twenty nine ninety nine a month. And you didn't, oh, you have to pay it a month? I think it was a lot. That's ridiculous. I'm not, I mean, I'll pay it one time, one time fee. I'm not paying it every month. <laughs> I don't remember. I'd have to look into it. Okay. okay. What else do we do? So I did something kind of wild this summer that I haven't told you about. <gasps> okay. I'm ready. I'm so excited. I've been waiting till we pressed record to tell you. Let me guess. I don't have anything. <laughs> I got nothing. So just tell me. Like, all the recording no-nos. Like, number one, you say, let me guess. And then it's like dead air. (laughs) Hey, at least I didn't leave the dead air for 20 seconds. It was only like three. Okay, prepare yourself. Mama Judy, if you're listening, prepare yourself. Are you ready? I'm ready. I got a tattoo. (gasps) I cannot believe it. I am so jealous right now. <laughs> I am coveting. Jealous? I want one. You do? I've wanted one for so long. And Greg told me I couldn't have one. <laughs> because when our kids say they want tattoos, he says, you have to wait until your spouse says it's okay to get one. Whoa. And then I look at the kids and go, and your dad won't let me have one. <laughs> and you got one? <laughs> All right, so let me tell you what really happened. I got um, my eyebrows tattooed. I did microblading. <laughs> Y'all, the air has been sucked out of this room. I am so disappointed. I was thinking it was a flower or a heart. Yeah, what do you think I would have gotten tattooed? Your kids' names. <laughs> Where do you think I would have done it? And What were you picturing? And it's your eyebrows, which they look lovely. I would have never known they were tattooed. Well, thanks. 
But I really, when you, when I said I did, like, where did you picture it? What did you think it was? Back of your shoulder. <gasps> Back of my shoulder. Okay. Scripture. Okay. Jesus. The word grace. I mean, I could come up with a thousand things that would look beautiful on your skin. She slumped in her chair. She has not recovered from I this can't. yet. So, no. I actually have no desire to get, like, a ink tattoo, like, art on my body. Okay, what? well, I do. This body is art. I want art on my body. Okay, well. So, I, um, you know, I have this blonde hair, and it's really fine. And so, I've always had, like no eyebrows or not very much and so every day I have to like pencil them in you know yes. like color them in and um if I don't I look like I'm going through chemo you know like I just my face is like because they're just not there are no eyebrows there you know I'm staring at them right now in case anybody's wondering like literally staring at her eyebrows so I went and got them done and it's expensive number one they look real well good is there hair on them well, ma'am, my regular, it's not like she, like, took out my hair. She just tattooed under the hair? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was actually a really amazing experience. And, like, she she was so sweet and precious, and she numbed them, and then she, like, and then they do this whole thing where, like, they mark. Have you ever seen that where they, they like, make a whole grid on your face? Yes. To, so that they know exactly, like, where an eyebrow should be. Um, and my, I didn't have eyebrows there. Did you tell anybody? Have you told anybody this? No, not really. <gasps> yeah. But then she, she showed me them afterwards and I was like, oh my goodness, what did I do? Cause they were very bold. Like they don't look bold. But when they were first done, like they were bold and okay. I was like, oh did you my. cry? No, but I was a little bit like, what did I do? Like. Was this a really bad choice, you know, but she had told me, you know, they're going to be bold when you start. And then she said, but just prepare yourself because the next day they're going to be even bolder, you know, and I was like, okay. And so I woke up the next morning and I look like, like Groucho Marx or something. It was like these, you know, just that like all you could see on my face were eyebrows, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so we had like this running joke, you know, in the house where it was like, you know, like, did you take the day off from work? Thankfully, it was a Friday. Okay, work so I home. was at home. <clears throat> but even no Jeremy, Zoom meetings. Jeremy was—he knew I was sensitive, so he would be funny about it. But like, um, I had like maybe like taken a nap or something that afternoon. For some reason, I was sitting in my bed, and he came in the room and he goes, "Ooh, eyebrows." <laughs> you had church the next day. Did you go to church? So I did because they calmed down a little bit. Okay, by then, and then. Thankfully, they kept calming down. But the kids, the kids were really sweet about it. But they were also like, this is a lot. <laughs> okay, they look completely normal right now. How long did it take? So then they peel. So then, because you know, like, I think, I guess, like, real tattoos do that too. Like, the skin um, kind of, like, dies. But then the, whatever the ink, the pigmentation underneath that, then it, it comes back after that initial skin peels off. Okay. So then, then we left for Erie, like, so I had it done on a Thursday, and we left Monday morning. So you have to put aquifer on them every day uh-huh. to, like, keep them moisturized, and you can't put makeup on them. you got to be real careful, and you can't, like, put your face, like, if you're in the shower, you can't put your face toward the water. Okay. Like, all kinds of little things like that, you know, just to, like, protect them. Um, and you can't, like, submerge in water, so you can't go to the pool, you can't, like, put your head under the water in the lake, something like that, you know. But anyway, by the time I got on the plane, like, I was starting to look semi-normal. Uh-huh. 
and then they peeled, but it wasn't like I I read about people that like they peeled and it was like just horrific, you know, just like little skin just flaking off everywhere. I never really had that problem. So now they're about normal. You're not looking at me, you're looking at my eyebrows. <laughs> I can't I can't look away. <laughs> so I just need to go in for a touch up because like one of them hasn't fully come back where I feel like it's supposed to she might need to like touch that piece up. But otherwise I'm so happy about it. I'm so thrilled I got it done. I like, I could never have guessed. That's why there was dead air when I said, let me guess. I could never have guessed. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. You have so, a tattoo. I know. You have two tattoos. I know. I know. I almost said I got two tattoos, but I was afraid you that wouldn't be as believable. No, I would, I would have been like, whatever. <laughs> I totally believe the one though. That is so cool. Yeah. So they're semi-permanent. I guess it's supposed to last like five years or something like that. So. Why are they only semi-permanent? Aren't tattoos forever? Well, yeah, but I guess it's not like the full. Can you imagine if they did like full bleedy ink like on your eyebrows? That would probably be really strong. Don't they say you can get like eyeshadow, I mean eyeliner tattooed too? Yeah, I think people do that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But for me, it's just been so nice because then I can just like throw on mascara and I feel like my face like my face is there yes you know I've had friends that have blonde hair say that they get their eyebrows dyed yeah and some people do that they get them tinted but yes. and like maybe I could have done that but there wasn't there's not an, a lot of eyebrow there in the Listen, first place you should have called me e-salon oh ma'am I mean ma'am I could have been your eyebrow tinter that is so sweet of you really I appreciate I the gesture it. gesture but you can keep your e-salon to okay. yourself okay <laughs> It's semi-permanent too, just in case you're wondering. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but my, so my semi-permanent is like, I think it's like five years. I think it just means like, it's not for life, but it's not semi-permanent. Like it'll wash out in three months. Right. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Cause if that you were the case. You always do the most interesting things. <laughs> like these must be the ads that come up on your Instagram and Facebook. They don't, they're not coming up on mine. I just, that's amazing. Amazing. Well, I've been thinking about it for several years. But I was nervous that it would look like, <clears throat> I mean, like a drag queenish. You know, like I was nervous. Was <laughs> that <Is> cringy? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I was nervous. Friend, that- you've already said impregnating bulls. I mean, <laughs> we're there. It's fine. I was nervous that it would be like, hello, you know, and. It's it's your face, so it's hard to go back. Like, if you've gone wrong, you know, it's like, it's hard to get it undone. But, so one of the other things this girl does is she, but she does fix people that have got gotten bad microblading. Really? Yeah. So she has this cute little Instagram channel, and she posts all this stuff, and one of the things is, like, um, she she uses these magnets to pull out if they've gotten it done badly, and then after it recovers, then she redoes it for them. So. Can, like, how do you come, like, you go to college, and you're like, I'm gonna tattoo eyebrows. So, so interesting. Listen, I asked her that question. You know, I'm laying there and she said that um, she was in marketing and she, one of their clients had, was an esthetician and had like a salon and and did various treatments and stuff like that. And um, the microblading side of the salon like blew up because this girl was really good. And so the woman um, that she was doing the marketing for said, well, I'll teach you how to do this. So she learned from her. And then she started her own business. That is amazing. Yeah. And now she loves it. So, yeah. I've learned so much. <laughs> like, I really, I'm a, I need to process all that's just 
partake in. Well, I want you to know, I feel like you're never going to look at me the same because you're only looking at my eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) But also after this conversation, I have um, greater respect for, um, you know, you peeing in the streets of Cana. Thank you. And um, I think our summers were awesome then. I mean, we killed it. It sounds great. I'm so thankful that we got to get our guns out and just shoot Shoot them into the breeze. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, moms. We hope that you laughed. We hope you had great summers. We have missed you. um, And we can't wait to talk with you more as we jump back in here on the podcast with you. We will see you next time. Bye, moms. Bye.